We are delighted to be joined by the wonderful Doreen Virtue. Hello and welcome to Expositive Word, Doreen. Hi, David. Great to be with you today. Oh, thank you. Before we get stuck into the questions, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, I came out of a lifetime of deception. It is absolutely only God's grace and mercy that I'm yeah. saved yeah. as a born-again believer in Jesus uh, our Lord and Savior. It's just, I, it was the last thing on my mind to be a Christian. I, I was very successful. I thought I was happy in a way. I was still seeking, but I yeah. thought I was happy. I was the top-selling New Age author and the mm. top-selling New Age publisher. I was traveling the world first class. Um, just everything seemed, I had a 50-acre ranch in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything seemed to be going in, in the right direction, except that that wasn't God's plan for me. Yeah. And so 2015 is when I my my conscience was pierced uh, by an Alistair Begg sermon that I heard on 2 Timothy uh, 4 about yeah. at the end times there'll be false teachers tickling your ears, your itching ears. And, and as Alistair described the false teachers, I really identified as that he was talking about me. And uh, that that's when I said to my husband, I said, I really think we need to learn more. Let's go to church, a regular Christian church, because yeah. we'd been going to New Age churches. Yeah. And uh, and from there, I started reading the Bible. And when I got to Deuteronomy 18, David, that's when I was, that's that's what convicted me. Yeah. Because Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12 lists everything people do in the New Age, the divination, fortune telling, mediumship, interpreting signs and omens. All of it's in there, and it said that the people who do that are an abomination to God, that mm. that not just the practices, but the people are detestable. And mm. it, it really broke my heart, because I had this idea, like most New Agers do, that I was doing God's work in the New Age, because people would tell me my work brought them comfort, mm. or that it really worked, that it was helping them. And so I thought, well, that must be from God. Yeah. because of those characteristics. And and when I read that, no, the opposite was true, that I was under God's judgment, that I was detestable to him, I was on my knees just saying to God, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. Please forgive me. And just saying, I don't know what I'm doing. Obviously, please, Jesus, take over my life as my Lord and Savior. And that was three years ago. Yeah. And since that time, I've been in seminary full time uh, because I was really twisting the Bible when I was in the New Age, yeah. and I just went to seminary to learn how to rightly divide the Word and and give feedback with the, the many, many papers they make you write in yeah. in seminary. Am, am, I, am I understanding this correctly? And I've gotten straight A's so far in seminary, so yeah. that's giving me feedback that, okay, Jesus did a supernatural work on my heart, and the Holy Spirit lifted the veil so that I could understand the Gospel now. Yeah. Amazing. You've written many books before, but this one, Deceived No More, looks very different. You've mentioned before that you've written lots of books and you used to tour the world, didn't you, as you said, speaking. Tell us about your previous books and why did you decide to write this one? Well, I, I first want to preface this that other people continue to sell the remaining stock of my old books. And that's confusing to people yeah. and it upsets me to no end. I've asked people to stop selling my books and cards, but, you know, they're all about money mm. and they have remaining stock. They're they're going out of print. Yeah. So that's a blessing. And I, I pray that in a few years we won't see the them for sale anymore. But, yeah, um, yeah so... Once I realized that what I had been doing was an abomination to God, um, I I started, at first I was trying to write Christian books with Hay House, 
Um, but that was before I went to seminary, and I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was still trying to kind of blend New Age with Christianity mm. a bit. And, mm. and then finally, my publisher fired me in November 2017. And they said, because I posted Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12 on my own Facebook page, yeah. and they said it would offend witches. It sounds so weird, but they they've really gotten into the witchcraft book business and they don't want to offend their customers and Deuteronomy 18 10 through 12 right there says witchcraft the people who do it are an abomination to God mm. and so they thought that could offend witches and they just fired me on the spot after 22 years with them and uh, and so then um, I had to kind of just learn how to trust God David that was okay. the biggest thing yeah because I, I had learned in the new age it was all about I'm in charge I I, I manifest the reality with my thoughts and mm. my words mm. you know very word of faith mm. and that um, and that I could know my future through angel cards if I just shuffle angel cards I can know my future I can control my future I can predict my future and so when all that was taken away from me I I was like a newborn horse learning to walk yeah. you know I I didn't know what was going on so I I got um, I put Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, all around my office. You know, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not upon your own understanding. And I just prayed, please, God, teach me how to trust you. Yeah. Teach me how to how to be, you know, to submissive to you, Lord. Just teach me how to be the clay in the potter's hand. I didn't know how to do that. I was this independent feminist, mm. yeah. you know, used to being in charge of everything and to be submissive was completely and then and and i was 57 or 58 years old yeah, when yeah. this is going on I'm, yeah i'm going on 63 now so yeah. i was a senior citizen yeah. learning to be a in you know a, a christian it, it was not easy and it's only by god's mercy and the strength of christ yeah that i finally learned how to trust god and that's what this book is about deceive no more is is it's a inside in, it's insight into the business of new age, mm. the the business of new age. It's it's a marketing business. I mean, yeah. it's a horrible business, mm. uh, and people think that new age is all altruistic and you know pure, and mm. that it's only the bad word of faith prosperity teachers who are all about money. No, yeah. new age is all about money. Yeah, I think that the new age teachers sincerely believe that they're helping, like I did. Yeah, but there's this overlay of Get as many people as you can to your workshops. Get as many people to buy your books as you can. You know, sell them the expensive workshops. Yeah, I, it's it's really very very worldly. Yeah, and and so I wanted to expose all that to people in this book, give an insider's insight. I mean, we were all there was like twelve of us teachers. You know, mm -hmm. Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and Deepak Chopra and Marion Williamson and Neil Donald Walsh all traveling around the world together. We mm. came to England many times to teach. Yeah. And um, and just, uh, you know, I wanted to tell people the truth about us being false prophets and how to spot a false prophet because people who are trusting are easily deceived. Yeah. What was it like having to be a baby Christian in the public eye, Doreen? Oh, it was horrible. It still is. Yeah. Because, you know, I, my friends... And I agree with them, said, you know, like Paul, Apostle Paul yeah. went away for three years to Arabia yeah. Yeah. when he was first saved. And you should do that. And I and I would have I would have I would love to be a private person. I yeah. frankly, I'm burnt out on being a public person yeah. for this many years. But yeah. 
my products are still being sold out there. And so I said to my friends, if I don't publicly denounce loudly the new age, then people will think that I agree with the new age yeah. Yeah. because it's being sold still. So until my products are off the market, I still have to be out here. And gosh, I, I got so much hate mail yeah. and people started making these horrible videos <laughs> about me, lying, making up things, twisting. Like they even overlaid my, my voice on one video to make it seem like I was saying something that I wasn't and and, and my family who's almost all new age shun, started to shun me uh, my friends went away that I thought were my true friends uh, My only my brother and my husband are Christians yeah. the rest of my family are new agers so yeah. you know like my mom and dad they lived with me at the time that and they still do that I converted and we were we were making a bunch of money at the yeah. time yeah. from the new age we were spending more than we were making but we were living a high life yeah. in the new age and um, and so my dad to this day who's 89 years old he does not understand why I walked away from the money because he's mm -hmm. new age mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense my sons uh, one of them I think understands but the other one he's like mom you quit giving us money and and he quit talking to me yeah because yeah. of that he considers it abusive that yeah. I quit giving him money but I don't have money anymore yeah. you know what yeah. money that's still coming in from the products that are left goes straight to the internal revenue service because I owe back taxes on all that money that I was making and then it was cut off and and so I'm in debt from being a new age teacher mm. and we we took what money we did have uh, when I was fired and we we got a house in in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest that was big enough for my parents and Michael's mother. Yeah. So it was like two and a half houses under one roof. So it looked like a really big house, yeah. but it wasn't. It was two and a half houses where we all lived. Yeah. Um, but we couldn't afford that, so we recently had to get rid of that. And um, and right after I was saved, of course, I, I got rid of everything New Age. All mm. my cards, all the books I'd written, all my New Age jewelry and paintings, thousands of dollars worth of things. Yeah. I threw away. And um, my the thing that's hard for me is my mom still has New Age things yeah. in our house, and she won't give them up. So it's it's hard to come from a New Age family and mm. and be basically one of the only Christians in the family. Yeah, Doreen, help us define terms. You've mentioned um, the term obviously New Age and Christian Science. Just break it down for us. What is New Age? Yeah, New Age is actually um, kind of an umbrella term. And just like Christianity has different denominations, so in New Age there's different denominations. So you'll have your earth-based uh, ones that are like borrowing from Native American spirituality. Mm. Uh, shamanism would be in, in line with that. People who take um, mushrooms and other plants in order to solicit visions and hallucinations. And then uh, what the New Age part that I was in was more fantasy-based. Uh, we were all into escaping reality when I look back on it. A lot of trauma survivors followed mm -hmm. me. And so we would just kind of go into our own little, I called it a bubble world, yeah. that was filled with angels and fairies and uh, mermaids. And there were no problems in this little world that we would go into. and. And then I, I would give readings and teach people how to give readings. I would teach people how to get messages from their angels. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, David, that um, we know from Second Corinthians eleven fourteen that Satan masquerades as an angel of yeah. light. 
And that's that's exactly what happened to all of us is that we were getting real messages. We were really hearing messages. We were really getting true information about people that we couldn't have known. Just like the girl in Acts 16.16 who had the the, the divination spirit, um, the serpent spirit in her before Paul cast it out. Um, We were not... doing parlor tricks Uh, when I would stand on a stage and there'd be thousands of people in the audience and I was doing cold readings on strangers sometimes I couldn't see them because there was no light in the audience and and I was getting names of deceased relatives even if they were from different cultures from me you know different not an ordinary name is my point I was getting uh, what career you did how someone died you know what kind of dog you had just the weirdest odd Facts, and they convinced me, and it convinced the audience members this must be from God. It must be from angels. But I didn't realize that Genesis three, where the serpent had Eve doubting God's word, did God really mean that? Mm-hmm. That that's really going on today. It yeah. just keeps being repeated. And so in the New Age, there was a lot of conspiracy theory about the Bible that it was tampered with by the Roman Catholic Church to try to control us. Uh, We were very focused on the the so-called lost books of Thomas and Mary Magdalene. We were convinced that at Qumran, that's where John the Baptist and Jesus spent their lost years learning how to do the miracles, which makes no sense because the the Jews at Qumran were more by the book of the Torah than any of the other Jewish sects, so they wouldn't have engaged in any kind of mysticism, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But we yeah. would just we would just twist things to suit our worldview that um, that the the RCC, you know, is holding all these secrets in the Vatican. It's very Dan Brown mm, <laughs> kind yeah. of conspiracy yeah. theories, yeah. and so we wouldn't read the Bible, or if we did, we'd read the the verses that supported our worldview, you know, knock and it is, the door will be opened, ask and it shall be given. Yeah. Um, we thought that be still and know that I am God referred to us yeah. being as the I, that since God is omnipresent, that means God's within us, therefore we are God. Yeah. So it's just crazy, crazy delusional beliefs in the New Age. I can't even believe that I spent my whole life thinking that way. Yeah. And as you're speaking and describing it, Doreen, I can't help but look at the overlap. If anybody is listening and they've watched Sean Bowles from Bethel, he, he, he does a very similar technique. He'll call out and he'll, you know, be mentioning people's dogs and door colours. And, and and how has is, how is that leaked into the church? And, and how do they disguise that as Christianity? Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at um, the book of Acts and Simon the Sorcerer, who wanted to pay for spiritual gifts, and of course he was denounced, um, there's always been this just false teachers in the church. I mean, the book of Galatians is all about that, for instance, and the book of Jude. And the false teachers, they want to point to themselves, don't they? They don't want to point to Christ. Look at me, look what I do. And that's how I was in the New Age, David. I was very... Uh, narcissistic. I was very a diva, you know. Um, I'd, I had my handlers, the limos, the first class treatment, and and I would give standing ovations wherever I went. Mm-hmm. People would stand in line for three hours to get 
um, their book signed by me, and and it went to my head, frankly. Yeah. And I needed to be humbled, and boy, have I been humbled yeah. by all of yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so when you look at a Sean Bowles or a Heidi Baker or one of these so-called prophets, um, they they're doing exactly what I was doing in yeah. the New Age. Yeah. I mean, it's no different than a mind-body-spirit festival when you look at Bethel, Reading. Yeah. It's exactly an MBS, and they are getting their messages from demons that give them a mixture of truth and lies. Um, in my book, Deceive No More, I emphasize that we must test the spirits. Yeah. As the Apostle John told us in 1 John 4, we must compare what is the spirit saying and is it pointing us to Jesus? Is that spirit pointing us to be in the word? Yeah. And if it's not, that's a false spirit. Yeah. What similarities do you see between the hyper-charismatic church and New Age? A lot. I think that the bottom line is this this craving for experiences, mm. this craving for mysticism. And the the New Age would hold up uh, the, the Catholic saints and their mystical experiences yeah. as, as scriptural, and they're not. No. Um, charismatic church, of course, wants to twist Agapus um, in Acts as they, they want to twist that he was a false prophet because how he worded his prophecy about Paul's arrest. And when, if you look in the context, it was true how Paul was arrested. He was not a false prophet. Mm. And so if, if the charismatic church is twisting the story of Agapus to give themselves license to have misses, with their prophecy. When Deuteronomy 18 says that if anyone has says anything wrong, they're not from God, they're yeah. not a prophet of God, and they should be stoned to death. Now, I'm not advocating, of course, stoning yeah. the current false prophets <laughs> to death, but we should mark and avoid them. Um, it really, to me, as I, I look as a new Christian who is reads the Bible every day, I've read the whole Bible four times, I'm in mm. seminary full time, and I'm not bragging, but what I am saying is that Unless we know the Bible, unless we compare everything to Scripture, we are so vulnerable yeah. to be deceived. Yeah. And the people in the charismatic church, I, I would, I don't want to, I, I just wouldn't say they probably haven't read the whole Bible. Yeah. Do um, you know the studies? You've seen Ligonier's latest study yeah. that um, it's, you know, in, in the Pew Research study, it's yeah. very few people that have read the whole Bible. Very few people read the Bible every day, and that includes professing Christians. I'm shocked because when you look at what William Tyndale did for us, yeah. uh, what Martin Luther did for us, these men who, who risked their lives or were killed yeah. to get us the Bible in our own language, yeah. and then we just were so nonchalant about the Bible. It's God's Word. He handed it to us from heaven. It's God-breathed. And to discount the Bible to not read it every single day I don't even understand that mm. something that slid into Christianity is the prosperity gospel and part of that is the name it and claim it speaking things into existence tell us about that Doreen and why should Christians reject that yeah that's what I was raised with in Christian science is that uh, it's a form of Gnosticism Gnosticism says spirit is real and good matter is unreal and uh, and bad yeah. And so the name and claim it, uh, when I look at history, it really goes back to Egyptian spirituality, uh, hermetics that believe that what you speak is what will happen. Mm. And so I'm sure the devil gives us a little taste sample of that 
you know, maybe someone has an, an anecdote where they, um, they said, oh, I really hope I hear from my cousin Ruth today, and then mm. Ruth calls. Mm. And, aha, this works. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. I really yeah. would like to get a new refrigerator. Yeah. And then some, you know, friend says, hey, would you like my refrigerator? I'm moving. Ah, yeah. this works. Yeah. Um, but when what really cured me of that belief that, our, that we can name it and claim it uh, was reading the book of Job, which I recommend every single person on this planet read the book mm. of Job. It's one of the oldest books of the Bible. Mm. And in there, um, God really puts us all in our place, doesn't he? He says, where were you when yeah. the oceans were created? Yeah. You think you created the universe? Where were you when yeah. I hung the stars in the sky? Yeah. Where were you? You know, and, and I was reading that and I said, ah, oh, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not speak the universe into existence. Yeah. And again, it's that humbling that we need to have. If if uh, if they're in the prosperity movement, they believe there's this entitlement. I I deserve to have riches. I deserve to have all these blessings. And no, we don't deserve that. Honestly, we read the Bible, we see we all deserve God's wrath. Yeah. Because we're all sinners. Yeah. And it's just by His grace that He has saved the elect. Yeah. So good. So good. Another popular thing that we, we see are these positive self-affirmations. In fact, Joel Osteen's just gone to the trouble of creating this little cube. I don't know if you've seen it, Doreen, where you can yes. press a button and get told that you're amazing as, as often as you like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I laugh, but I should be crying because, you know, I, I worked for Louise Hay, the mm. late Louise Hay, and she was kind of the queen of positive affirmations. Yeah. Um, she She was traveling the world and I was traveling with her teaching people that if they would just say I am perfect I'm whole I'm complete your problems would go away yeah she was an abuse survivor she was terribly abused by her stepfather and she had you know that that wrecks your I don't want to call it self-esteem because that's so secular but you know what I mean it just wrecks you yeah and and so when you're wrecked you want to be lifted up and frankly sometimes the Bible when it convicts you, you're not feeling lift, lifted up. You're, yeah. you're feeling like, oh, let me repent. And you should repent at those convictions. Um, so the positive affirmations is a works-based salvation. Um, and it, it believes that you will be happy and peaceful if you finally feel good enough about yourself. Yeah. And we know from the Bible that's not true. Yeah. Um, the only peace that can be ha- had would be through Jesus, through yeah. through seeing Him, through seeing God as sovereign. Yeah. When we finally understand that God is sovereign, it gives us that peace that we always wanted because He's in charge of everything. We're not in charge, and that, yeah. that's the good news. Yeah, yeah, so good. And and of course, it takes away the legs of the gospel, right? Because with these positive self affirmations, sin is never mentioned. Where you know the person listening has never. <laughs> they they don't hold a mirror up to themselves and see where they where they really stand against a, a holy god right exactly yeah um the the thing about the new age is it it rejects the gospel yeah a lot of people that i met probably maybe 75% just off the top of my head yeah. of the people i met who were in my audiences were what they would call they would tell me they were recovering catholics or uh people who used to go to Protestant churches and they left because it made them feel bad about themselves. 
And so they liked the new age, they told me, because it made them feel good about themselves. Again, that, that desire for feelings and experiences mm. over scripture, it's so dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, this is, when we look at these positive affirmations that Joel Osteen's putting out there, what he's doing is comforting people in their sins. Yeah. And that's, that's telling people that they don't need to repent. We know we have to repent. That's, we have to repent and believe in Jesus, uh, what he did on the cross for us, that Jesus was fully God and fully man, came to earth, yeah. and in his ministry, he, he, he willingly went to the cross to take the punishment we all deserve, because we're all sinners, mm. and he died. He mm. suffered and died for us as mm. the perfect sacrifice. Yeah. And then, of course, three days later, he was lifted up, raised from the dead and he's with the father at the right hand yeah um when i was in the new age if you told me i was a sinner david yeah. i would say you were being negative yeah and i would say that you were singling me out yeah i would take it personally yeah. i didn't understand romans three twenty three that we're yeah. all sinners i wish someone would have explained that to me to depersonalize it yeah and also in the new age and christian science and the prosperity gospel there's this belief that your positive thoughts attract and create your reality. Mm -hmm. And the Ten Commandments of the New Age, the number one is, thou shalt always be positive. So in the New Age, you are not even allowed to have a negative thought. You're not allowed to talk about your problems. Mm -hmm. So your relationships are extremely superficial. Mm -hmm. And you're not allowed to talk about sin or disease or God's wrath because that's negative and you might attract something negative. Yeah. And how we can see how that has crept into the seeker-sensitive church, right? Oh, yeah, I'm, I want to cry. I feel like my life was lived backwards. I'm sure it, you know God planned it this way. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I grew up in a neighborhood with Christian neighbors. Yeah. And we were the oddballs because we were the Christian scientists. Yeah. And now that I'm a born-again, conservative, Bible-believing Christian, it's like it's flipped. Yeah. And everyone is new age. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I am so out of step with the timing yeah. of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You've been really open about your journey. And I know you had a vision that you felt that felt very real to you at the time, but you now think otherwise. Tell us about that, Doreen. Yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't find out um, the truth about the vision until the book was already published. Yeah. Um, in chapter nine, there's two pages where I talk about on January 7, uh, 2017, um, I was not saved yet. And I had, I had been having Jesus, including... I had been having visions since I was a kid, yeah. including visions of Jesus. I'd had, I had recorded and written about them before that time. And, and, and January 7, 2017, I was in an outdoor Episcopalian mass, mm. uh, and I, I don't go to Episcopalian anymore. But at that time, I was outdoors, and I saw a, a vision of Jesus. I mean, I really did see a vision of Jesus. Yeah. And at the same time, I had this kind of download knowing that the gospel was true that jesus is the son of god who died for our sins and that the bible is true i yeah. i just knew those and i knew i needed to get out of the new age and so i thought that vision of jesus brought me that epiphany yeah and i had discounted all my other visions i i had renounced them all but that one i thought well that's biblical because it's passes the john uh, First John four mm. test of the spirit. He pointed me to the to the gospel. How could the devil point me to the gospel? And and I thought, well, this must have been really seeing Jesus. Yeah. And uh, and then while the book was published, 
And I, and I never said that saved me, by the way. I just said that it pointed me to read the whole Bible, yeah. which ultimately led to my salvation. Yeah. Um, and Chris Rosebro of Fighting for the Faith, who's mm. just been such a wonderful friend and mentor to me, um, took me aside and helped me uh, July of, I think it was July 17th, 2020. Uh, he helped me to see that it was two separate occurrences, David. It was the vision was a last-ditch e- effort by the devil to pull me away because I was really thinking of becoming a, what I thought would be a Christian prophetess. Mm-hmm. I really think that if I hadn't gone un- under really good mm-hmm. discernment ministry mm-hmm. like Chris Rosebro and Justin Peters, yeah. that I would have been a Bethel prophetess now, right now. Yeah, um, but. Got out of their plans. Yay. Thank you. Um, So I saw that they were two separate things. I don't have visions anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that time, it it was because I'd been hearing the gospel for years. I always identified as a Christian, but I called myself an open-minded Christian Mm -hmm. when I was in the New Age. That doesn't exist, by the way. You can't blend New Age with Christianity. So in the New Age, I would go to talks. Like I went to go see the Dalai Lama, and, and I would go to listen to Hindu gurus, and then I would listen to Christian radio, yeah. and I would listen to a Native American shaman, and, and I would just blend. Yeah. I thought oh, it was all good. Yeah. So that's how I heard Alistair Begg, and I had been listening to Christian radio since the 90s, yeah. so I'd heard the gospel. Uh, Pastor Chris Rosebro pointed to Isaiah 55, 10 through 11, that says God's word will not return void. Yeah. So all those years of hearing the gospel, it was in my heart, just kind of packed in snow, like Isaiah 55 says. Yeah. And it was like he melted the snow, and suddenly I, I could know. I mean, Second Corinthians is very clear that Satan blinds the people of this world. They can't see what the gospel is. They don't understand scripture until the Holy Spirit lifts that veil. And that's what happened to me on January 7th, 2017. I wasn't saved at that moment, but I was, I I was moving in that direction. Yeah. And am I right in thinking that you've updated that chapter and it's now available on online? Is that right? Uh, Yes, it's available for free on my DoreenVirtue.com website, the new chapter nine. But when I groan is because my publisher, Thomas Nelson, they contacted me. Yeah. Uh, in early 2019, said, "Will you write a book about the New Age deception?" And I, I, I had, I went to my mature Christian friends, and we prayed about it. And, mm. and I, and so we decided, okay, let's do this book, even though I'm a brand new baby Christian. Mm. And this chapter nine is one reason why. Yeah. You know, you can see me being a new Christian with that. Um, and, and so. So I updated the chapter. I gave it to my publisher, Tom and ne- Thomas Nelson. They've been lovely to work with, but it is a big corporation. And I keep asking them, when is it going to be updated in the Kindle? And yeah. they said it would be updated in the next printing. Yeah. Um, and they keep saying that it's by committee and with COVID, everyone's working from home. It's just taking forever. Yeah. And yeah. so I've decided I'm going to go back to self-publishing on Amazon after this. I'm, I'm going to do uh, little booklets that yeah. I will give away basically for free kindle sometimes makes you charge 99 cents you know whatever the lowest price kindle will let me uh charge but i'm going to give away little kindle booklets on new age deception on different topics like uh soulmates and crystals and all these things um because we're working with a big publisher i mean they're great i can't say a negative word about thomas nelson but it's it's 
like if it was my book on Amazon, I could have updated yeah. chapter nine yeah. the yeah. day that I got that revelation yeah. that I was deceived. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Another way that you get um, information out is you've got a really good uh, YouTube channel where you often get to interview lots of interesting people. Tell us about that and who have been some of your favorite guests and topics that you've covered so far? Absolutely. Yeah, I've had a YouTube channel since 2009 uh, where I was doing angel card readings. And by the way, I turned off my comments on YouTube in 2009 mm. because I'm a one woman operation. <laughs> I, I don't have time to moderate YouTube comments. Yeah. So yeah. people often yell at me that, oh, you're afraid, blah, blah, blah. No, it's because I don't have time. I don't have a secretary or an assistant. Yeah. Um, so so then I've always been really transparent. I just don't have the ability to hide what's going on with me. Yeah, yeah. So I, when I when I had this Jesus vision, I came right out on my YouTube channel. This happened to me. And then when I was pointed to the Bible, I started reading the Bible on my YouTube channel. But I was still using cards, you see, because I yeah. hadn't gotten to Deuteronomy 18 yet. Uh, and And so people started to get mad at me, of course, at that point. But then... Once I became saved, I thought, you know what? I, I, in the New Age, it's it's very uh, myopic. There's like mm. twelve New Age teachers that everyone reads, mm. that would always be at all the workshops. Um, and I said, I need to introduce this audience to the Christian teachers, mm. the ones I'm listening to. Yeah. And so my first guest was Ray Comfort, who. Yeah. I just adore, and he's been such a role model for me about how to be bold and brave yeah. in the midst of pushback, you know, because the atheists just hate him. Yeah. And yet he gave a keynote workshop at an atheist convention. Mm. So, I mean, it's just, he's amazing. Yeah. And and then I've, you know, been able to have Chris Rosebro on and Justin Peters and and just kind of my heroes, uh, of my teacher heroes, uh, Susan Hack, who's one of my favorite yeah. women's Bible study teachers and and just a lot of testimonies of people who come out of the new age like we said um Dwayne Atkins Dwayne Atkinson yeah at the bar yeah yeah Atkinson yeah Lauren Hereford um of Tulips and Honey yeah you and I have had some of the same guests on yeah. and uh it's just it's been amazing I my only frustration is I don't have enough time to edit yeah. <laughs> because I'm in full-time <laughs> seminary. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't go as fast as I would like. But. Yeah. And then I've been able to put out some of my own videos about New Age deception. Like I just put out one on crystal idolatry and also how Archangel Michael is viewed in the New Age yeah. versus what the Bible says about Archangel Michael. And how can people find your YouTube channel, Doreen? Um, it's it's Doreen Virtue for jesus for jesus um they wouldn't let me just put my name on there you yeah. know just doreen virtue yeah. youtube for whatever reason yeah so you just <laughs> yeah. put in youtube.com slash doreen virtue for jesus okay and you'll brilliant. find my well, my videos there we'll find the link for that and put it in the uh, show notes below one of the best-selling books within the christian charts is a book called jesus calling by sarah young what's wrong with that book doreen and, and what would you say to a friend or a church that you knew was reading it uh, well, that book should be burned. Yeah. That book is complete heresy. Uh, Sarah Young openly said that the Bible wasn't enough for her. Yeah. And that, and so she decided to go outside the Bible, which is danger, danger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we don't do that. Okay. Um, the, the, and then the main problem with the book is that it's trying to add to Scripture and it's contradicting Scripture. Yeah. She, she, I, I was doing the same thing, David, before yeah. I was saved. Yeah. Um, I made this. I was making this app that was supposedly messages from Jesus, mm -hmm. and so 
and I don't even know about Jesus Calling at that time. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't in the world of so-called Christian books. Yeah. So I would go into a trance, and I would pray that Jesus would come through me, and I would get real messages. But it was a false Christ, as yeah. is prophesied, because it didn't point me to the Bible. And Sarah Young's work does not point people to the Bible, therefore it's a false Christ, therefore mm -hmm. it's absolute heresy, dangerous, needs to be burned. And yeah. people who are reading it should repent. Yeah. Doreen, you really do need to stop sitting on the fence with these questions. <laughs> uh, there's no time. I'm old. There's no time for me to be bold. I mean, to be, um, to, there, there's no time for me not to be bold. Yeah, no, absolutely. So good. Doreen, should Christians do yoga? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yoga means yoke. And the people who are yogis from India are yeah. horrified when they learn that Christians are doing yoga. Um, because each pose is designed to bow down to one of the 330 million Hindu deities. 30, mm. 330 million. So, for instance, the Sun Salutation series, there's three poses called Warrior, Warrior 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. It is acting out a murder scene where the person doing Warrior Pose is in the part of, an, of a demon named mm. Vera Bradras, yeah. who is murdering... I don't even know who, but yeah. I mean, the point is, Yeah. and then Christians say, well, I would never bow down to Hindu deity. I listen to scripture. I go to holy yoga. Well, I've just interviewed on my YouTube channel, mm. um, Caitlin Engelbert, who was a holy yoga teacher yeah. until the Holy Spirit revealed to her that you cannot put the word holy and scripture over paganism mm. any more than you can say holy Ouija board or holy yeah. astrology. Yeah. And even more, no one ever says holy soccer or yeah. holy baseball yeah. Yeah. or holy football. Yeah. You know, so why are we having to um, say this to yoga? Because it's protesting too much. Everyone has the law of, of God written on their heart. Everyone knows deep down that yoga is wrong. And and it's not just stretching. It's not just exercising. It is a form of prayer to strange fire. Mm. And God's wrath is on it. Anyone doing yoga should research what I'm saying and then repent and never do it again. Caitlin Engelbert's YouTube channel has stretching called non-yoga stretching. Because mm. stretching is normal and natural. We're yeah. supposed to take care of our body. Yeah. Um, but not in ways that are against God's word by worshipping an idol. Yeah, so good. What are crystals and should Christians be involved with these? Crystals are interesting. They're kind of like oils um, because God made them. God made uh, crystals. And mm. crystals are in Genesis, starting in the garden. It talks about onyx. Mm. And then you go all the way to Revelation. There's crystals always said in positive ways. Uh, the, the high priest, starting with Aaron, had 12 crystals on his breastplate yeah. to signify the 12 tribes. Yeah. Uh, some people think the Urim and the Thummim were crystals, but it never says that in the Bible. It never explains what the Urim and Thummim are. Mm. And it ended at the book of Nehemiah in the Old Testament. And it was always God-directed Urim and Thummim. It was never people saying, oh, let me see if, I, if I'm going to marry my soulmate mm. or get a a job promotion it wasn't like that mm. so crystals um if if you look at them like you'd look at a bouquet of flowers as as evidence of god's creation you know the general revelation of god fine that's absolutely fine but if you are looking at them as having special power apart from god that's idolatry and yeah. idolatry is breaking the ten commandments and 
unless you're saved, you're under God's wrath for breaking the Ten Commandments. Everyone breaks them, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's one of the reasons why we need Jesus to forgive us and to go under his righteousness yeah. uh, as, as our Lord and Savior. So crystals are really tricky. No one should use pendulums. No one should be using crystals to heal or for divination, certainly. Uh, that's absolutely commanded against. Mm. But like I said, if it's a decoration and you go, oh, look what God made, no problem. Same with essential oils. It's oils like hyssop and olive oil are all throughout Scripture. They're even used in healing. Yeah. Um, if you want to use uh, oils for disinfecting, for cleaning, for fragrance, uh, or something that's scientifically valid like lavender, scientifically has been shown to relax people, yeah. no problem. Yeah. But if you want to buy for $50 a little bottle from Young Living that says you will get abundance if you buy this oil yeah. and use it, yeah. that's idolatry. That's yeah. actually witchcraft at yeah. that point. Yeah. What should someone do that has bought some of these New Age items? What should they do with these things, Doreen? Well, they should throw them away. Yeah. Or if they're in a place, they should burn them. Um, crystals, they should smash or bury. Yeah. Uh, get them away so there's no temptation to yourself or others. Do not sell or donate these items because you could be being a catalyst for someone else to sin. Mm. Get them out of your house right away. I believe that they are welcome mats to demons and that they can lead to spiritual warfare. I've sat with so many people who told me that their children had nightmares, uh, enuresis, acting out, aggression because of these items in their house or mm. yoga that they were doing. And once they stopped, that the house became peaceful. Yeah. I was going to actually ask you that as my next question. Can an unhealthy interest in the New Age or even things like horror movies, can that encourage demons into your life? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely believe so. I think that um, we need, I mean, the Bible's very clear. We're to meditate, Hagah, meaning utter or mutter, on the law day and night. We're, we're to keep our focus on Jesus. I mean, the story of Peter on the water is very clear that when Peter looked down at the storm, he started yeah. to sink. Yeah. And as long as he kept his eye on Jesus, he he would stay afloat. And I, I do believe that's applicable to us today without being nice to Jesus. Yeah. I really think that um, it's more important right now with all the madness just to stay focused on Jesus. But at the same time, a responsible Christian will research so that they can vote yeah. according to the biblical worldview. For instance, I'm pro-life, and I've actually been pro-life since I was 18 yeah. when someone showed me an aborted baby picture yeah. and uh, and I just absolutely knew I could never um, I could never get an abortion and I couldn't uh, promote it to anyone else I kept quiet about it because it's a very unpopular view in the new yeah. age yeah. and also in the new age you're super worried that you're going to hurt someone's feelings which mm -hmm. I think is you know it's got a sweet intention um, and there's a lot of women in the New Age who've had abortions and feel guilty about it. Mm. Um, so you don't talk about abortion because you don't want them to be upset. Um, but now I, I'm more open about my pro-life stance, and I, of course, vote only for pro-life candidates. Yeah. To me, it's the issue. Uh, so it is interesting that being, having a biblical worldview changes your, your view of the world. Oh, yeah, so I don't get. I do watch and read the news several times a day, mm -hmm. but I do it prayerfully. Yeah. And if I get upset, I pray. Um, what can I do about this? And yeah. please help me, Lord. You know, to yeah. to not ha harbor sinful thoughts about this person, this politician. Yeah. What would you say to Christians that celebrate Halloween? It's not a good idea. I mean, it is 
the Celtic holiday Samhain, spelled S-A-M-H-E-I-N, that is a celebration of um, of just of demons. It's not even a celebration of death. It's a mm. celebration that invites demons in. And I think that it can be used uh, for God's kingdom if you give out gospel tracts, you know, to yeah. trick-or-treaters. I think, yeah. you know, you, if you're smart, you could do that. But I would never participate. Now that I'm born again, I would never put on a costume and go to a Halloween party. Uh, and I would be very prayerful about participating in any kind of Halloween ceremony because it all every single part of it the jack-o'-lantern the costumes the trick-or-treating every step of that has roots in satanic rituals mm. and just building on top of that doreen what would you say to a christian that reads their horoscope in a newspaper every day oh they must stop and repent mm. um again that shows faithlessness in god mm. it's true that god made the stars and a lot of people mm. argue that well the magi astrologers well it doesn't say that it says they were magi which could mean court sorcerers it could mean court magicians it could mean court astrologers the only astrologers that are actually named were in um in babylon um and they were the ones who could not interpret nebuchadnezzar's dream and so they were no good anyway and then in isaiah it says that astrologers are going to be burned in hell Mm. and so don't think that the bible is in any way promoting astrology it's not god made the stars but he didn't make them for divination he made them for light he made them for showing the seasons and you know planting and farmers and such so uh if you're trying to predict or control your future you you don't have faith in god you're not trusting god and the bible commands us first command that jesus gave us love god Mm. love god with all your heart Mm. Loving and trusting are the same thing in the mm. Bible. So if you are not trusting God, that means you're not loving him, you are breaking the first commandment. Yeah. What is the best way to witness to somebody stuck in the new age? I I wish, well, I mean, it's all God. He's sovereign and he let me go through the new age so that I could be a voice that new agers would listen to now. Yeah. And I praise him for his wisdom, of course. But gosh, if someone could have taken the time to explain the gospel to me patiently, I, I think that would have helped. Um, a lot of times when I was a new ager, Christians would go on my Facebook page and before the comments broke. Yeah. I don't know what happened. The, they broke on my Facebook page. Mm. I've reported it to Facebook. They're still broken. Mm. But anyway, when I had comments, Christians would post scripture with no context, no commentary as if I was supposed to know what it meant. And it you need to have patience with people who are spiritually blind mm-hmm. and pray that the Holy Spirit would would reveal to them the truth about the gospel. I when all I knew was Jesus died for your sins. And I was like, what why would Jesus have to die, first of all? Yeah. And then I would think, well, what sins? What I'm I don't do sins. I'm perfect, yeah. whole and complete, yeah. like the positive affirmations yeah. say. Yeah. I needed someone to connect those dots for me. Yeah. Also, I this is really important. The Bible says that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So people need to hear the gospel that Jesus died for us and that he, he was raised from the dead. They need to hear that in order to be saved. Mm. New Agers think the gospel is negative. They shut down. Mm. But here's the, the loophole, folks, is that New Agers love to be prayed over. Mm. They love, love, love when someone will hold their hands or their shoulder and, and say, let me pray over you. And while you're praying, you can incorporate saying the gospel mm. in that prayer. Mm. And that'll get through to their defenses. Yeah. Yeah, so good.
Doreen, what are your hopes for the future? Well, I mean, I pray that America doesn't become a socialist nation. Hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I pray that every everyone who came to my workshops, who read my books or used my cards, hmm. would know the truth, that God would open their eyes hmm. to the truth that uh, Jesus is Lord and Savior. I pray that the, the pastors of churches would have the courage and boldness to give the true gospel yeah. instead of entertaining the goats. Yeah. Uh, I just I just I pray that if it's God's will that we can escape his wrathful judgment on us and and return to the word. But of course the the Bible says that in the end times there'll be the separation of the wheat and the tares yeah. and things will get worse before the end times. So uh, I'm just trusting God on all of this. Yeah. Our time has absolutely flown by Dorian and I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Before we close our interview, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, anyone who's who's listening to this, read your Bible. It is the truth that you've been seeking. That's where everything is. And just pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what it means. Read a good commentary Bible, a good study Bible, like the ESV study Bible. I personally like R.C. Sproul's Reformation study Bible. Yeah. And, and just read it every single day, even if you don't understand it yet. It's super important to read the Bible before you do anything else. It's called Word Before World, or Ray Comfort calls it Bible Before Breakfast. Yeah. Just get in that Word, even if it's five minutes. Yeah. You'll you'll be amazed. It's what you've been looking for. Brilliant. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you and buy your book, Doreen? Oh, thanks. Um, the, the book is available at christianbooks.com uh, sells it and ships it internationally yeah. I like christianbooks.com even though they do sell some of the apostate so called mm. Christian books mm. um, and of course Amazon has it and the chapter 9 the updated chapter 9 is on my website doreenvirtue.com no email address no monetizing involved with that it's right there easy to see and people can get in touch with me through Instagram uh, Instagram direct messages. Um, I am sometimes slow to reply because it's just me and I'm juggling a lot, but I do my best to reply to everyone who writes to me unless it's a hateful letter and then you get deleted and blocked. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Doreen, this has been absolutely fantastic. You've been so clear, so helpful. Thank you so much for your time, Doreen. God bless you, brother. Thank you for your ministry.